On the night of the election in 2016, Americans excitedly celebrated the future of the nation. Against all odds, the political right had taken total control of government and seemed unstoppable. By the time Biden was inaugurated in 2021, American voices were being silenced by censorship. America's treasury had become an indebted abyss. Americans were faced with astounding levels of personal debt, unemployment, lockdowns, vaccine mandates, mask mandates, and countless other betrayals of their rights by the very people sworn to protect them. All that America had created had been sold out to enemies both foreign and domestic. American wealth was exported in stimulus packages and COVID relief bills to our enemies. It was exploited and used by the political left to buy favor among a helpless and vulnerable base. The crippling inflationary measures, taxation, and subjugation of Americans by violating the rights promised us by our sacred constitution have rendered it seemingly impossible for America to ever be reborn. So what's in store for America now? Will there be a second coming for America? There will be the selling out of our property, the enslavement of our working class by impoverishing it to the point of total government dependence. The actions of the political left have not served the American people, but instead contributed to their very desperation. We've allowed our military to be consumed by critical theory and wokeism, and we've weakened it in principle to cater to the emotional sensitivity of those who don't even love their own country enough to truly fight for it. We've lost the sovereignty of our nation, and our leaders continue to exploit our past glory by exchanging the fruits of our accomplishments for favor among globalist special interests. We've lost our financial independence by not only leaving the gold standard, but then recklessly exacerbating the inflation of the dollar to the brink of collapse. And yet we're left with the likes of the World Economic Forum, NATO, the United Nations, and the January 6th Committee, so that we no longer have a politically independent United States of America. We allowed ourselves to be morally humiliated. We destroyed our own culture and betrayed everything we previously understood to be immutably true. In the face of this rapid decline, the leftists claim that their policies have resulted in great good for American lives. What gains? Working Americans aren't finding any positive change in their practical lives, only increased gas prices, unaffordable houses, crippling debt, and no reason to think that things will be better anytime soon. Some may say, well, unemployment has reached record lows. I'm compelled to ask the question, was the total collapse of our culture, our dollar, our economy, and our dignity necessary for that? Others on the left say that leftist policies have resulted in the protection of American rights, that the people are finally being represented and overcoming a fascist right. Yet we see that the leftists have been growing in power all this time, and no leftist leaders have seemingly asked the opinion of the American people once. Instead, they falsify polls and lie about American sentiments to deceive the American people into believing the left has the moral high ground. We commit ourselves to globalist organizations and deals where we pay much more than our fair share without complaint to our foreign allies who exploit our great resources and contribute nothing in return. Who agreed to these deals? Who supported the World Economic Forum? Who signed off on giving foreign aid to our enemies? The people? No. Instead, it was the leftist political machine which one day proclaimed itself our government. Sure, the people elected the senators and the representatives, but only from options presented and approved by the establishment political class. If you don't think the establishment chooses the candidates, just look what the Republican Party did to the great patriot Robbie Starbuck in Tennessee. Furthermore, we did not elect the intelligence officer reading your emails and texts. We did not elect the hundreds of thousands busily working uh, for the ATF, the FBI, the CIA, the IRS. 
IRS, NSA, or OJ, working against the best interests of Americans and consequently against the best interests of America itself. After the inauguration of the Biden regime, the left proclaimed that finally we had been freed of tyranny. Finally, we had overthrown the insurrectionist and stopped an attempted coup. Finally, we had true freedom, another invisible reality the left swears to have manifested. It's true that Americans can walk down the street, we can go into work or wherever we'd like, or go to a meeting of like-minded friends. Sure, Americans have their freedoms, but generally, if we know what's good for us, we will keep our mouths shut when it comes to voicing our concerns. Now, Americans must be incredibly careful not to say anything which might insult the leftist regime or its members, or they face losing their social media presence, their careers, and even their freedom. If you're asking yourself who is responsible for the rapid decline of America, then simply ask yourself who is benefiting from the weakening of America. It's the leftist banks, the leftist billionaires, the elites, the corrupt politicians and their class of minions who make the policies that ensure the value of their investments will grow beyond the capabilities of any ordinary American's investments. The left calls this corruption the result of capitalism, but American capitalism has been as good as dead for over a century now. What the left calls capitalism isn't capitalism at all. They criticize fascism and call it capitalism to sabotage and poison our culture into shame, humiliation, and self-hatred. They do this in an effort to make Americans believe that the ownership of private property, personal success, and the belief in individual rights themselves is fascist. It is not capitalism to remove the dollar from the gold standard and print money indiscriminately until the middle class is taxed out of existence. That's leftism. It is not capitalism when capital is only available to major corporations who align themselves with the principles of globalist organizations like the World Economic Forum, NATO, or the UN. That's fascism. It's not capitalism when globalists have acquired or priced out small businesses, outsourced all manufacturing, taxed the middle class to the point of living paycheck to paycheck, and paid our foreign enemies with those taxes in the form of foreign aid. That's leftist fascism. Frankly, it's treason. The leftist political elite isn't getting poorer. Leftists are physically inflating more quickly than our dollar and forcing us to call them beautiful despite our most basic human instinct to be disgusted. If you go to any job site in America, you won't find a leftist working in the sun by the sweat of their brow. You'll find them sitting aimlessly in their office at university or quietly munching their favorite pastry in their HR department cubicle or in their overpriced San Francisco apartment excitedly reviewing a Patriot social media content for terms of service violations. These leftists are the political class and they have done nothing to help the most vulnerable in America. Instead, they have exploited the problems of struggling Americans by promising to solve them in exchange for political support. When their supporters ask them, why is nothing improving? The leftists either says, things are better and you're just too blind to see, or your fellow Americans and neighbors are betraying you and making political change difficult or impossible for us. They have suffered nothing for America, but America has suffered much for them. Too much. The American people are beginning to wake up, and opposition to the enemies of America is growing. Americans are realizing the facts. They're beginning to pursue the system that poisons them. True Americans will one day soon inspire into action hundreds of millions of Americans. Along with them, the leftist political class is beginning to see that their enemies are growing in numbers. And when the American people recognize the momentum of our America First movement, it will be the end for globalist political class. When this populist American idea is grasped by a movement which can unite it with a regained patriotic resistance, then the system that has abused our people will fall apart. The less past lies force them to constantly resort to new lies, and their new lies are leading them to no salvation. But can the right save America? What has the political right accomplished for its people? 
The Republican Party means well, but it hasn't saved America from our enemies because it has failed to understand what's really going on. Frankly, the right still fails to see the true danger today, even after what we've seen from the leftists since Election Day in 2016. These leaders continue believing that restoring America to her former glory is simply a matter of being elected to, to the Senate or to the House of Representatives, or to be appointed to positions in the various three-letter agencies or in the judiciary. They believe that a leftist political victory means nothing more than some modest or correctable damage to the economic welfare of working Americans. They have yet to realize that a leftist political victory in the United States means that American lives will be lost, persecuted, tortured, impoverished, imprisoned, chastised, banished, raped, trafficked, indoctrinated, enslaved, and subjugated. The political right still doesn't understand that the leftists won't stop at destroying their enemies. They'll destroy every semblance of what was once considered American. The manifestation of leftist ideals always ends with join or die. As a result of their naive attitude toward the political left, the political right's actions are only ever small, restrained, reluctant, and half-hearted. The political right may love America and wish to save her, but they can never decide on any great attack or action because they haven't yet determined there is a great threat. The right has yet to overcome its discomfort with a true American populist movement because they are too concerned with being perceived as authoritarian, dictatorial, or despotic. They are unwilling to acknowledge the great truth that American populism is inherently antithetical to the concept of tyranny because nothing truly American can ever be tyr tyrannical. And to those who say there are countless examples of American tyranny, they are confusing America with the United States. They should find the courage to call upon everyone among us who has an American heart and the fight against the common enemy of all true Americans, the globalist left. But even with the most intense courage and will of the political right, it won't prevail unless the America it seeks to build truly corresponds to the welfare of the American people. That the enlightenment of the Founding Fathers was possible to manifest in the Constitution of the United States of America depended solely on the fact that though these powerful men could undoubtedly have decided any random outcome for the American people, they did not do so, but made their decisions influenced and supported by one thought alone, the welfare of the American people. It was this that led to the establishment of a great nation and a government by the consent of the governed. The political right has completely forgotten that leftism, even democracy itself, is fundamentally un-American. The Republicans themselves have forgotten the meaning of republic, the very form of government a Republican, by definition, is meant to support. The leftist democracy has always been only a means to destroy true American values. The right doesn't consider the fact that in a democracy, the majority can legally violate the rights of any minority and consequently any individual. The leftist understands this and knows that those who control public opinion control the people themselves, and that controlling public opinion can be done by anyone who can master the art of lying. Finally, the political right has failed to understand that it is not enough to know the truth, but there must be a will to act on it, and a courage to speak it. Something neither the political right or the political left seem to be capable of to this day. So there can be only two outcomes for America. The people will not go on forever supporting political leaders who compromise or seek moderate approaches to radical problems. Soon, Americans will turn to those who have most consistently predicted the coming tragedy and who have visibly fought against it. That party is either going to be perceived as the political left, which will lead America to her final death, globalism, 
or it will be political, the political right, which when the people have reached a state of total despair, when they have lost all faith, when they become determined to fight uncompromisingly for America, that is the beginning of a resistance by which America's second coming may be possible. There will be either total American victory or total American destruction by globalist hands. The realization of this truth resulted in the formation of the America First movement and ultimately inspired me and millions of others to desperately seek a way to save our country and people. If the America First movement seeks to gain power and save this nation, it must have a total understanding of the following truths. First, populism and patriotism are inseparable. Only leftism, only leftists claim otherwise because they themselves know it to be true. In an effort to weaken their opposition, the political left has exercised the use of Marxism and critical theory to demonize what in reality are virtues. They have said that populism is hate and that patriotism itself is a principle only the patriarchy, racists, sexists, bigots, and insurrectionists support. The America First movement isn't really a movement in and of itself. It's a value, a principle that is part of an even greater movement. Populist patriotism. To be a populist means to harbor an overwhelming love of country and countrymen to the point of a willingness to live for it. To be a patriot means to act and live in a way that never betrays that love. Therefore, every true American is your equal regardless of wealth, race, religion, or other immutable quality. And in order to truly love America and the American people, it is not enough to quietly stand by and bask in our affection. Love is manifest only by action, by work. And just as you prove faithful to your country by the work you do, to contribute to your community so you are loved by the work your fellow patriot does for you another's great success is the greatest honor they can bestow upon their country and not something to envy but something to be grateful for leftist values fundamentally different from differ from american values the true american regards work as an american duty to their country while the leftist regards work as a means of exploitation the leftist never works as a productive member of society for any reason but to dominate others the leftist uses and enjoys other people's work, and so leftism itself is an inherent cause of American entropy. That being said, populist patriotism does not advocate self-sacrifice or collectivism, but instead it is the opposite. Your love of your country is worthless if you have sacrificed yourself, for then you are no one at all. In fact, it is your duty to pursue economic prosperity, and therefore it is necessary that there be maximum political freedom in America to, en- to enable working Americans to reach self-actualization. For you cannot become the best version of yourself if you don't have the freedom to do what it takes. The political left would rather have everyone be equally poor than unequally prosperous. They don't want to liberate Americans from the bonds of oppression, but to subjugate them like cattle. They oppose freedom because freedom empowers the individual and empowered individuals cannot be subjugated. We therefore must recognize that freedom can only be a consequence of power and that the source of power is the will and that the will of populist patriots is the people's power over the state, not the state's power over the people. The will of the people must be radical. Even the smallest minority can achieve astounding results if it is inspired by a zealous will to act. History is made by radical minorities, the greatest minority of all being the individual. Just knowing the truth is not enough. In fact, knowing is meaningless if it is not met with action. This is the spirit of populist patriotism. It is a movement inevitably conceived because of these truths and because Americans are facing the oppressive nightmare of the left. When we demanded the truth, 
The left called us liars. When we demanded justice, they called us criminals. When we demanded liberty, they called us oppressors. And when we called ourselves patriots, they called us insurrectionists. I would like to ask those who called us liars, criminals, oppressors, and insurrectionists, what can you give the American people to believe in? Nothing at all, because you don't even believe in America itself. The most powerful thing we can give the American people is the hope that the will of patriots is fated to save America. If all who love their country do their duty to it, then America's second coming is inevitable.